It's time to explain yourself with Joe and Rory. Uh, we're somewhere different today. Are we? Mm. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. A bit yeah, different. Just, just realized that. Yeah. Not really sure where we are. It was just, how we ended up getting here. Yeah. I remember getting abducted. That definitely happened. Yeah, yeah. Did you get? How did you get abducted? Because I remember getting like bonked over the head, quite hard. That was just and, me before we got abducted. Oh right, that was yeah. uh, unrelated. No, I, I just smashed over the head with the saucepan because oh, okay. um, yeah, it just annoyed me a bit. Okay, right. Um, yeah, and then we just got abducted like normal style. Okay, you know, when yeah. the beam comes down. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you like float up. Yeah, and then we the next thing we knew we ended up here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was naked actually when I, when I first. Well, that got happened before because I bon- I smashed it with the frying pan. And oh, then, that was just you as well. And then, um, and then I unclothed you. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. So none of that was related to the abduction at all. No. And the probing. Oh, that was me. Yeah. That was you. Okay. Yeah. So the compared to the kidnappers, you were actually they they were quite gentle with me compared to you. Oh, I was much worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I've got like a cattle brand on my ass as well. Is that? Awesome, yeah. Like, as if I need to ask. Well, the whole the whole thing was because I just made myself a new cow brand. Oh, for right. All, all the cows to, I keep. Wanted to test it out. And I didn't want to do like a dry run on any mm. of my cows in case like the, the brand was a little bit off. Like, you don't want to hurt them as well. I wanted to make sure it was even. So I was like, I'll do it on you mm. first. And you'll notice that it's like all over your back, all over your ass and all over the back of your legs. Yeah. It's not like a conventional cattle brand shape either. No, it's... It? Um, it's the Disney D logo. Mm. Um, the Disney G logo in some people's yeah. opinions. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, I didn't, it didn't ever look like a D to me growing up in childhood until I realised it's actually just a normal D. It, I always read it as a cool abstract shape. That's that, what I that thought it was. more like well. a G. There was like a backwards G. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever saw it as a D, my world was destroyed. It kind of ruined everything for me up to this point. Not just every Disney film, it ruined everything me yeah so i thought i'd um help you out and just like brand your whole body yeah because you, you know how much that uh logo upsets me but yeah. it was really kind of you to just do it on my back so that i would i would never see it it's like exposure therapy yeah that's yeah. that's what i thought piping hot exposure therapy yeah i probably should have asked if you wanted to do it but i just assumed that you probably would you but should it, probably you know, have asked about a lot of things really that you did to me without my consent Possibly, yeah. yeah. But I was more concerned with getting the brand right because um, it was my first time with any like metal work. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was really bad. Like I'd done no blacksmithing at all mm. before now. So mm. I'd, um, you know, forged it really badly. Mm. So a lot of it's just like half the logo because it's not flat. You know, it's like raised mm. on one side. Um, yeah, it took me about 100 goes before it even remotely resembled the Disney D. That explains why I'm feeling, I mean, I weighed myself earlier this morning. I was a whole stone lighter. I think I've lost a stone of flesh to you practicing your cattle brand on my back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I left it next to your bed, like the the flesh that came off in case you wanted to paste it back on. Uh, It had gone bad by the morning. So I was, um, I I thought you made me breakfast in bed, actually. I thought that was like scrambled eggs or something. So I actually ate Mm. a lot of that. Because you usually do eat your breakfast in bed out of an old, metal bucket that I leave. Yeah, like a medical waste bin. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's usually like fish heads or mm. old carrots that are meant for a donkey. Mm. Um, so I guess it doesn't make, I guess it's not so crazy that it was like a load of your own flesh. Yeah. For you. And it was my birthday as well. So I thought you'd done a nice thing um, for me. 
Yeah, I'm totally forgotten, to be honest. Yeah, like, right. Uh, okay, so you haven't got me. Not sure gift. I ever actually internalized when your birthday was because I couldn't care less. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay, that's that's completely uh, understandable. Yeah. But uh, we, I, I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, it's all right. Like, uh, I, again, like I wasn't doing that for you. I was just uh, saying what was uh, on the tip of my tongue. Okay. Uh, well, I, um, I, I respect that. I, I respect that. Mm. Do you, I respect that you don't respect me. Good, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, again, like, I haven't given it a second of thought my mm-hmm. entire life. I'm quite like masochistic that way, so oh, that's good, mm-hmm. yeah. So it all sort of works out, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but so that that's what happened in the first half, mm. like before we ended up here. Um, couldn't tell you like what happened after that, yeah. Well, it seems like after you know, it seemed like you were kind of on top of what was what was going on, you clearly had a plan for what you were going to do to me, and yet here we are in the same. Oh, you know, it's like in a movie where the villain and the hero kind of have to to work together to defeat a larger foe, and that larger foe is whoever put us in this this room. Yeah, yeah, I'm not not sure like what the next course of action is to be honest, because we've got a few like weapons on the floor that we could yeah. like pick up and. I'm chained to the desk as well by the ankles. Oh yeah, same. Like, yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of ch- I'm chill with it actually. Yeah, when I woke up in here, actually, I had like a hand grenade duct taped in my mouth, mm. which I did manage to deal with just before we started. What did I do with it? Well, I presumed it was going to be like, oh, if you take it out of your mouth, the pins out of it, and it explodes, so you've got to keep it in your mouth and keep biting down on it, and that's like the threat. Like if you get stabbed, you're not going to take the knife out. Yeah, like, yeah, you got yeah. to keep the grenade in your mouth, famously. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I found a way around that, and I just swallowed the grenade. On that, mm. and my esophagus it. is tight enough that it's still holding the the pin in. The pin in. Right. Well, the pin is out, but it's holding the handle down so hard that it mimics mm. the pin still being in. Yeah. So I'm dreading going to the toilet later because that's going to be a that dreaded be, plop be, sound. That could be the end of you. Should be plop, boom. Yeah. Well, we could do it. So I'm waiting for it, and I can grip it as hard as possible as mm. it's coming out. Like when I'm normally going to the toilet, you do that anyway. Yeah, we practice. You try and it. catch it. We practice for this exact scenario. Yeah, yeah, we got it down to a T. Yeah, um, it's good that we put all that practice in. To be honest, cause yeah, I'm glad. Like super unlikely that this is ever going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very specific but, thing to happen. Here we yeah, are. Here we are. And now we're now who's laughing? Not whoever's done this to us. No, I hope not. That's for sure. No, no. I mean, I kind of don't have a sense of time in here. As well, like I feel like I have no like humanly needs, weirdly as well. So I'm not entirely sure we're actually like on Earth, and we've or... swapped bodies. I've noticed as well. Yeah, like my because I've got all of like my Joe's, mind isn't here. I've and got Joe's my memories. Yeah, yeah, and I've got I've got Rory's memories. Yeah, I've got a lot of like crying. A lot of stuff into, that you like, didn't tell me. By well, the way. well there's, there's, you do an awful lot more crying than I thought, or well, not as much as you mm. apparently, from what I'm remembering. Well. Right now. I never, I never said you did more than me. I'm just saying you did more than you let on, which was zero. Yeah. Well, I guess it's good that you, uh, you didn't know because would be, um, would be a couple of cries, wouldn't we? Yeah. And uh, no one likes those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a lot of memories of you like peeking at me getting changed through keyholes. That was for a school project. Oh right. What was the project? Uh, I had to. Do like a peep show project. Uh, well, like a, one of those old, like uh, what the butler saw things yeah. where you kind of look but into it be... and you've got to pull the handle to see what Cause all of some your... perverted butler saw in the 1920s. Yeah, all of your um, keyholes mm. where they have one of those like rickety 
Yeah. Like anima you know, when there's a slit in the animation wheel and you Yeah, and you yeah. make it go yourself, what the butler saw. I think yeah. that's the that, reason that's, the reason that's I do why you have that on all your doors. Well the reason I have that is because I think that naturally that's the the progression of filmmaking and uh, just art in general and storytelling in general is I think we're gonna probably go full circle back to what the butler saw. Yeah. And um, I prefer to consume all my media through a keyhole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I, I, I would TikTok love to or Instagram. See... I scroll it the other side of the door. Yeah. I look through a keyhole. Yeah, and I get it that way. I would have loved so to I get see... the vignette shape of the keyhole. Yeah, yeah. So that makes it much more enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. I mean, imagine seeing like Avengers Endgame or you know, big big blockbuster movie through from from the perspective of a butler th looking peeking through a keyhole and just seeing and it, wow, the whole the, war but then like getting to crank it themselves like that and it's like i the, think that's a, the best way to watch a movie i, I didn't realize master of the house turned into captain america th in the uh in the bathroom because because yeah. you didn't you wouldn't know that you were seeing a movie you'd think this is what the lord and the lady of the estate are doing yeah it's, it's so immersive that you think you are the butler of of an estate and you think what you're attempting to do is spy on the lady of the house as she's uh changing out of her bedrobe and into her nightgown um, nightgown which is actually back in those days was actually about as long as being fully dressed anyway yeah but slightly different texture to the yeah to the garment. But back then, that was like hardcore porn. Yeah, yeah. How's your? How did your um, application go to be uh, a butler? Uh, really well. Yeah, I think I think I got it. Um, I, I just have to do one more round of um, keyhole. Like, it's like silver plate training. I need to. Um, basically, they need to be so shiny that master can see his reflection. Yeah. In them, and I'm, I've not quite got it yet. And he needs he needs his shoes to be shiny enough that he can see his reflection. He loves seeing his reflection in things, so everything needs to be shiny enough yeah. that Master can see his his reflection in the toilet, including his you know those mm. like white bibs. That, yeah, you know the I don't know if you remember the film, the animation of Peter Pan. When yeah, Dad is wearing that like tuck-in bib that keeps like pointing. Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Master um, needs to see his reflection in that. Needs yeah, to, needs to be able to polish it. Yeah, to the point. yeah, exactly. Those things are so hard to iron out because they just ping right back up. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's, um, always before the opera as well. Yeah, yeah. It's embarrassing for Master when um, he has uh, his dinner guests over. I can imagine. And, yeah, yeah. And you know, he needs his toilet so clean that he can eat out of it, and that's not an expression. That's because he prefers to eat out of the toilet, and it's difficult because he prefers to eat shit out of the toilet as well. So having it clean enough that he can eat out of it, that you see, yeah, difficult. genuinely like polishing a turd. Literally polishing a turd, yeah, 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 wow. with with boot polish and um, yeah, with dubbing, yeah. So you've done, you've mastered like cutlery work, but you just yeah. you just need to get the silver plates. Like, generally, I just need to yeah. not just that. Just I need everything to be so shining that master can see his reflection in them, and that is the part, final part of the the course. And what about madam? Uh, madam, um, I think madam's happy with me. Um, she her more of her. Problems come from my gardening side of things because I'm also I'm kind of doing a little bit of everything. I'm doing some mm. butlering and I'm doing some gardening. And she confides but, in you, doesn't she? Yeah, it's it's less about the the gardening. It's more about our garden walks and her confiding um, mm. secrets about uh, her family's wishes and how she feels that she is not fulfilling them because Master is from a different um, a different clan. Mm -hmm. to, to to hers and she uh, they are, they're first cousins, aren't they? They're first cousins, but they were hoping it would be brother and sister. Well, that's the ideal, but um, yeah, yeah. So there is different as chalk and cheese. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely compared to a brother and sister, mm. master chalk and lady cheese is what they're called. Yes, from yeah, the from the, the yeah. cheese and chalk dynasties, dynasties respectively. Yeah. 
um, and you walk through the hedge maze with Madam to, um, yep. and she vents to you and, and tells mm-hmm. you. But she's she's writing a novel as well, mm-hmm. isn't she? That mm-hmm. that Master does not care for mm-hmm. uh, her silly words, mm-hmm. um, and she knows I mustn't gossip to to Master. Um, and oh, you're forbidden from it. I'm forbidden, for, and I I understand. Or or allowing the the children to hear. God forbid. No, no, the children must not hear. The children must be well clear of adult business at any given time, be that uh, cleaning the chimneys or... And it's your job to ensure that they have impeccable bedside manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I sometimes teach them songs as well about But they keep going, throwing themselves off bed. the top of the uh, estate, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They, there's a mass um, child suicide uh, issue at that, that manner mm. because um, the children aren't really allowed to have any level of fun. And they really want to be like licking those giant lollipops whilst wearing a mm, like little sailor suit. Little sailor suit. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, but Master and Madam won't be having it. No, no. Um, so yeah, it creates a bit of a, a problem with the morale mm. um, of, the, of the house. The backs of their hands are completely raw with ruler slaps as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'll say next time that will be three inches because, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you give it like an inch smack. Mm-hmm. And then next time, should you break a rule or mm-hmm. blot your copybook, mm-hmm. it, it will move up to two or three inches of, of ruler space, mm-hmm. wrapping that, the knuckles. That is something I do stand by. Just despite the high suicide rate in the children of the manor, I, I um, do firmly believe in um, assaulting them with, with rulers. Oh, wooden, yeah. With wooden rule, I mean, wooden we, 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 well, wooden, there's no other kind of ruler, is there? No, 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 not not yet to be invented. No. I mean, some of the more misbehaved children do require a yardstick. Mm, they get the yardstick across the buttocks. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, but it, it, I mean, it's lucky they wear those giant like bloomer pants with the hearts on them to mm. like take some of the impact. A bit of a padding. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a shame that they're not up here with us, like wherever we are. What master and madam or the children? Yeah, well, all of them, all of them, the whole, the whole gang. Well, they were they were very kind to give me uh, leave today um, mm. to uh, to record uh, this or to get abducted podcast and get abducted. I didn't know I was going to be doing this today. They might be behind this, to be honest. This might be the final test. That could be in my yeah, Butler because course. you've done five rounds of interviews so far, which mm-hmm. have all been very much more like traditional Victorian disciplinary mm-hmm. kind of training. Yeah, but getting abducted into like a futuristic podcast studio. Yeah. Could be the spanner in the works, yeah. That um, really puts your character to the test. Mm-hmm. This wasn't what I was dressed in when I fell asleep. Although it was you that unclothed me. So, but no, was you, it you that clothed me? Uh, it wasn't me that clothed me? you because oh, okay. I, you know, I took your um, coattails off mm. um, and your top hat and your cane, mm-hmm. my ski and do, ski and do, yeah, mm. and your um, sporran, mm-hmm. yeah, other sort and of your, and your Scottish best. hybrid butler. And your bearskin uh, hat mm-hmm. with the gold chain. Yeah. Chin strap. Yeah. Yeah, I took all that off. Mm-hmm. Had enough of it. Right. That was expensive. Uh, yeah, I sold it on eBay. But right. that's why I needed a bit of extra cash. How that's much like, did you make? Uh, I did like a job lot for the whole thing. Mm. Five quid. Right, okay. How much did you buy it for? Uh, we're talking close to like 30 grand. Mm. Well, I made a profit because I got it for free. Well, I well, can't argue with that. Yeah, um, savvy business decision, I would say. Yeah, I might try and buy it back though, because that was actually my one set of clothes. I think it's the last one circulating that's not in a museum, actually. Right, because there's okay. not many like old timey butler rolls. Do you think a museum bought it? Possibly, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was uh, 
the the uh, confirmation of purchase, mm. which they sent me weirdly, was mm. a headed paper right. from the British, British Museum. Okay, so it's probably um, the British Museum that bought it in that case. Could have been. I didn't really mm. think about it, but it would make sense. Mm. And they were like extremely grateful for the low price. Mm. I was like, well, I don't care. That's five pounds in my pocket. Mm. So the British Museum now owns my only set of clothes is what you're saying? That's uh, putting two and two together, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think that calls for a heist. And they're famously not particularly generous in returning items they've acquired. Mm. So could have a bit of a, an issue in your hands. Well, that's why I'm going to need to steal it. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to have to lower myself down from the ceiling and um, try and open the, the glass case, the glass cabinet. Mm-hmm. And um, steal my clothes back yeah. and hope that they're all in the same glass cabinet. Otherwise, that's going to take me all night. I mean, I could try and send them an email. That might. And ask from back. Ask from back, yeah. Uh, I tried to do that. I sold them a, a um, one of my old mummies mm. back in the day. My favourite mummy and sarcophagus. Which was your mummy that you mummified. Yeah. Because mm. they do buy like contemporary mummies as well. Yeah, yeah. So just, they just buy dead bodies that um, wrapped in toilet paper. Wrapped in toilet paper because they don't check because they're not allowed to, um, you know, disturb the, the sun yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe you could sell a few more mummies mm. and maybe do a little exchange with them. It's a good. It's a good business um, business model if you can get into it. Is just sort of, but it doesn't even need to be dead bodies necessarily. You just something human esque, wrap it in um, a bandage or, or whatever, you know. Slap a few plasters on it from boots. Yeah, yeah, like some of those like blister plasters as well, just cover them up. Mm. Um, getting the sarcophagus is the harder bit than, than filling it. But um, you've got a mate can, that makes them, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I've got a mate that sort of whittles sarcophaguses in his spare time. Um, takes them a while though takes them a long time yeah yeah because yeah, he also coats them in gold and um you know fills them with riches and balloons he serves for the gold like old, the old gold. school style yeah. yeah and then he hand paints the whole thing and uh, all of them are about seven foot long um so it takes him a long time to make them but i'm his only buyer because then i sell them to the british museum yeah i think i think it could work and you could you could still get that job yeah but it's yeah. going to be a bit of work is the only thing. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we wrap me in the bandages, hide me in a sarcophagus, donate me to the British Museum. At night, I pop out of the sarcophagus. I steal all my clothes back. And then I go back in the sarcophagus before anyone knows. A classic Trojan horse. Yeah. And then I can wait for Egypt to, uh, you know, how uh, other countries ask for, you know, some of their stolen um, historical relics, historical yeah. relics and artifacts mm. back. I wait for Egypt to ask for the sarcophagus back, even though it's been made in Lewisham or whatever. Yeah. Um, they don't know, but they can't tell the difference in Egypt. Mm. And they ask for it back. I get transported to Egypt. And when I feel I'm midway through transportation, I sneak out, I parachute out of the airplane and I land uh, back, if I aim it correctly, um, right in my bed. Yeah. I mean that sounds like a sound plan. And then if, if the British Foundation, British um, Foundation, British Museum, you know, try and track me down, I'll be in my bed already. I can. Oh, <laughs> I do, don't know what you're talking about. about I've been mate. asleep this whole time. Yeah, this whole time I've been asleep. What are you talking about? I mean, to be honest, like if that's uh, what it takes to like get the job, that's pretty. That's not like out of the question. Yeah, for like you yeah. know normal job interview sort of stuff. Yeah. So, um, Personally, I wish you hadn't sold my clothes to 
the British Museum because then I wouldn't have to do any of that. But now that I've said it out loud, it's not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. No, so uh, I'm sorry I snapped at you earlier. Sorry, right. I, I needed that um, five quid as well. So yeah, I didn't yeah. really have much choice. Could you think I could maybe have some of that? No. Nah. Nah. Okay. Yeah, um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry about that. But I, I need it all. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to probably spend it on um, a couple of cans of Coke. Right, okay. And then just keep the, the rest of the changes on like the side table in yeah. the bedroom. And you needed that quite urgently, did you? Yeah. I mean, I usually feel safer. I've just got a few like coppers sitting about like, yeah. on the bedside. Just, you know, for a bit of like, it's like my savings. Mm. So, yeah. Had to be done. Because it's not the first time you've like sort of sold all my possessions for a few quid just to... Yeah, but I needed it. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, you did it You did it to my house once, my whole house and my car. You sold yeah. You sold all of them without my permission and you, you did it at such a remarkably low price. It was all of them for a fiver again. Yeah, yeah it was a fiver. Well, what it's I do is I, I have a fiver like for a couple of cans of Coke and a bit of spare change on my bedside yeah. table. And if that runs out for whatever reason, if I need like the odd 5p, 10p... Uh, that you know last a month or two just sitting there because I got back from holiday once and uh, I was trying to get to my car mm-hmm. which was in you know the long stay car park and it was gone and I didn't have any other way back so I walked all the way back from Gatwick Airport to Hertfordshire yeah um, didn't have any shoes because by this point you'd already stolen all my clothes and they're in the British Museum so I was literally doing this barefoot mm-hmm. um, feet are bleeding by the time I get in at least I was like oh, I can finally relax crash in my bed and um, went to to try the keys, and um, and you were in such like a cartoonish tired state that you li- you put them into like air. Yeah, yeah, because the house was actually you didn't just sell the house; you actually sold it brick, brick by brick, yeah. and there was nothing there mm. anymore. So it wasn't even a case of just like changing the locks. It was, and just, you were like going through your normal routine, like you opened the air door, yeah, you walked yeah, around, like, down, like mm, yeah, and, like went into the fridge, yeah. You you'd done the whole routine before yeah. you realised that. I masturbated on the sofa for 45 minutes without realising I was still on the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd drawn quite a crowd by that point. Yeah, well, I live across from a school. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't ideal. Yeah, because you, you arrived during that lunchtime, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, bang on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe that's what this is all about. Like, it uh, could be some sort of punishment. From you? It could be. <laughs> is it? Oh, right. Oh, well, oh, well, yeah, I mean, so... So, I, well, so why we're here is I, because I you're punishing... Okay. I didn't care for it. Okay, so you're in on this. I, I, I don't, well, no, I don't really keep track of what I do. So, like, this could be I could have I could have arranged for this. All oh, right, ages ago. Okay, like but you, it's just just like another. But I'm just up so much. Just, so it's like yeah, it could have been one of these things, but yeah. could also have been something completely unrelated. Yeah, yeah, because I have noticed that like quite a lot of our relationship is you like deeply tormenting me and. Mm. Well, that's how you interpret playing, it's just me just doing stuff that I do all the time. I don't think you even um, classify it as like a prank or anything. I think it's more like... Um, no, I don't care for like pranks or... No, no, there's like no that. there's no sort of humour in it. It's more punishments for petty slights that um, you've, you've perceived about the way that I've usually responded to the last time you did something to me. So me being a bit cross yeah. about you selling all my clothes to the British Museum, I feel like I'm going to pay for that response later yeah well the first thing is i have my five pounds and pay cash yeah that's like number one yeah you do you you just do everything you do for petty cash your petty cash tin i just need it as a security blanket yeah just in case yeah i mean everyone does you, you got heavy keys a bit of cash in case you need like a coke or two yeah well i had that as work. well and then you stole it 
Because I needed it. Oh. Because okay. I'd run out. I mean, sometimes if you just have the petty cash, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll have that. Mm-hmm. But if your room's empty, then I'll come up with some elaborate plot that involves, mm. like, rendering you destitute mm. um, for me to gain five pounds right. in petty cash. Yeah. Well, every month, two months. Yeah, and it's always five pounds because I feel like a lot of the stuff you could be making real money off of it, but it's just always five pounds. That's all I need. I'm not, I'm not like a materialistic person. No, so like, you're not like exactly a con man either. And I make way like more. A, I could just withdraw five pounds, but I can't, can't bother to do that. Yeah, because you are a millionaire as well. Yeah, I'm, I make a very good living and I'm, I'm comfortable. But you, you seem to have more like just cash about, which I want. Well, yeah, I have cash, but that's kind of all I have. Yeah. I don't have the clothes on my back anymore. The only reason I have these clothes is because someone dressed me when you undressed me before kidnapping me and bringing me here. Mm, I'll be having them as well. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Mm. Yeah. Because I've got, I've got quite like a loyal um, buyer base on eBay now. Right. Because of how good my prices are. Who's that? Just other museums? Uh, well, now, now I think about it, yeah, most of the like major institutions around the world, mm. I've got like um, individuals, like private collectors, like mm. Saudi princes and stuff. Um Get getting in on it, mm. and then I've got uh, yeah, British Museum's a big one, mm. Guggenheim collection. I mean, to add insult to injury, you sold uh, my fo- my family photo album to a museum called the uh, Museum of Circus Freaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, it was painful enough that I lost those cherished memories, but then I actually when I out. saw where they turned up, it was even more painful. Yeah, I went out of my way for that as well. Like they. Mm. Um, they insisted that they didn't need them and that they didn't necessarily see the connection between what they were trying to do and what I was providing. But mm. I, I actually paid them to take them off my hands. Mm. But you, you convinced them that actually there was something deeply wrong with us that uh, warranted not only being in the museum, but also being the, now the main exhibition. Yeah, I wrote a pretty incredible backstory to those pictures mm. um, because they're pretty unassuming, mm. you know, from, from first glance. Mm. But um, if you go to the museum and see the exhibit, you won't see the world the same again. Mm. You said that I had elephant DNA. Yeah. I mean, you might do. So, it's And not, you made a very convincing pitch. It's not technically false mm. um, until proven otherwise. Mm. You said my mum was the fantastic bearded woman who also has four legs and walks around and barks like a dog. I mean, when I met her, that's what she was doing. So. Well, that's neither here nor there. Um, but... You know, it's, uh, again, I forgot because I do so much like this. It's just like mm. one of many. I might have like 10 things a week that mm. is like that. Yeah, maybe it's on me. Maybe I'm just sort of remembering too much about everything you do to me every day. I mean, it's like asking, like, do you remember like having that apple when you were seven? It's like, mm. I'm sure I did do that, but mm. I mean, who's keeping track? Mm. That's fair. Yeah, I understand it is on me. It's yeah. my fault. All of this. Uh, that's how I see it, for sure. Yeah, and the situation we're in now, even though I don't know how I got here, and I'm pretty sure you're somehow responsible whether you remember or not, mm. and I'm not really sure what's going to happen next or if I'm ever going to be allowed out of here, or even what's on the other side of that door. It might be a, a never-ending pit. It might be a, a spinning circular saw. Mm-hmm. Um, could be could be all of the above. Uh, it could be a bed of hot coals. I'm not sure. Could be. Like, I'm, like I say, like I can't remember booking it, and I can't yeah. be bothered to look through my calendar to see if it's something I prearranged. Yeah. But, but I have a feeling I'm going to get out of here in some sort of searing pain, and there's going to be a second exit for you to just sort of trundle out of. Yeah, I mean, there's a few tails in the room, definitely, that mm. um, 
I'm thinking like, yeah, this all looks familiar. Well, there's two doors and one says Joe's exit and one says Rory's exit. So I think I'm going to maybe go out your exit. Yeah. But maybe yeah. that was a double bluff. Maybe you knew that I'd be thinking that. Well, I'll probably make you make a choice. Right. And I'll say like, you know, there's three options mm. and you can either choose the way it currently is set in stone or you can swap what's behind each door. Mm. Like deal or no deal when they get the box at the end and they get the chance to swap the box. Yeah. But they might have, you know, 250 grand in the box and then swap it for or 1p. 1P yeah. yeah. Except, Except this, this is like this is, Yeah. It's not going to be like, oh, I just get 1p walking out. I'd, be, I'd gladly get 1p just to walk out of here. That would be a win. But it's well, not I'll, I'll be having enough of my pay cash. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just, as long as I can live with my life. Well, I guess we'll find out, won't we? Shall we, yeah, shall we so. try the doors? I guess so. Well, uh, yeah. So there's a Joe and Rory. Uh, which one do you fancy taking on? Obviously, you're going to have to choose first. I'm going to take into account that you probably uh, considered the double bluff and I'm going to go back for Rory and go hope ahead. that you didn't consider. See how this plays out. Okay. Explain Yourself with Joe and Rory is a podcast by Joe Pearson and Rory Cargill. Find more at joeandrory.com.